Good morning and welcome back to Margin. This morning we're going to talk about vehicle depreciation. So let's jump right into it. Welcome to the Millennial Margin Podcast. I created this personal finance resource out of necessity as I've watched countless people schedule away, mortgage up, and max out their lives. Margin is simply the antithesis, providing leeway in an increasingly marginless culture. If you want to build margin into your personal finances on a daily basis, this is the podcast for you. Now, going through the process of looking at your book value first and then looking at your market value or estimated market value, you may be a little bit frustrated by the fact that those two figures are so far apart. You may be frustrated by the fact that you put money into modifications for your vehicle that uh, may not be able to be returned to you upon the sale. Or you may be uh, concerned or frustrated by the fact that your vehicle has depreciated as far as it has since you bought it. Now, this is a, a part of the process that uh, is challenging for all of us. I mean, uh, when you're looking at your vehicle, your vehicle is typically a depreciating asset. And so it depreciates uh, and there's not much you can do about it. And so when we're going through this process and looking at depreciation specifically, uh, depreciation is the, the difference between what you purchased your vehicle for and the uh, the the value that is um, is existent today, and so when you're looking at buying that new F one hundred and fifty, and maybe you paid that fifty two thousand, and now it's worth forty four thousand, or whatever the case may be, when you're looking at that, you're looking at that difference, you're looking at that eight grand, and you're saying, okay, well, why is there eight grand of a difference? And that is depreciation. That is because it was driven off the lot. It's now considered a used vehicle. Now there's mileage on it. There's wear and tear, and there's other components that um, that uh, factor into that new value. Now, according to Kelly Bluebick, every sector, every aspect of uh, the the new car industry has increased year over year, except for electric vehicles, high performance cars, and high end luxury cars. And so every sector except those three uh, have increased year over year in cost. Now with that, this doesn't correlate directly to what vehicle would maintain their value, what vehicle would actually hold its value best. This is just looking at the initial price of that new F-150 that cost you 55 grand, cost you 52 grand. So that's just looking at, okay, well, how much have manufacturers increase their prices year over year. And it just shows that those three sectors were not increased. They were decreased uh, from last year. So let's try something out. What did you buy your vehicle for? So you may choose one of your vehicles, one of your family vehicles, or maybe you just have one vehicle. But that vehicle, what is the purchase price that you originally bought it at? So you may have to do some digging to find that out. But looking at the purchase price before tax tile and license, before modifications, before any aspects of additional accessories that you put on that vehicle. But looking at that first will give you a starting point. That starting point will then guide you from a standpoint of, well, what's the book value and what's the market value now? And then the difference will show you how much it has depreciated over a period of time. Now, if you have that original purchase price, you have the actual book 
and market value for the vehicle, what you simply do is you take the original value and subtract the book value from that first and foremost, and you look at how many years ago you purchased that vehicle. So in this case, if you had that uh, 2019 Ford F-150, it's three years old at this point, and you're looking at a straight line approach. That's an accounting term, accounting approach to looking at a level depreciation curve. Now with that, cars don't depreciate on a straight line. They depreciate more when you drive off the lot the first year uh, than they do in the second, third year necessarily. And so depending on the vehicle, most likely you'll have that immediate drop off and, uh, and then it will level out as the years go by. And so when you're looking at this Ford F-150, it's three years old, 36,000 miles, excellent shape, uh, and you had about an $8,000 difference. Uh, and depending on the options, if you had eight to $9,000 difference and it's three years old, you would assume the straight line depreciation on that vehicle would be about $3,000 per year. So for an F-150, that's actually not that bad because that equates to about 6% from a standpoint of depreciating per year. And so when you're, you hear about these certain vehicles that depreciate 10, 15, 20% in the first year, and you look at uh, an F-150 over the first three years that depreciates 18%, it's not too bad. So again, if you are uh, confused by the process, look at your vehicle as it sits today. In our case, we looked at the 2019 Ford F-150, and we went through the process of figuring out what the market uh, value of that vehicle was. We also looked at the book value. Now, more specifically, you probably want to go off of that book value, but based on the book value of that 2019 vehicle, you can go look at that brand new vehicle. So you can go to Ford.com and you can actually look at this vehicle and look at you know, the fact that it was a super crew, the fact that it had a short bed, that it's four wheel drive, uh, that uh, that you had it in a certain color with uh, certain packages. Uh, and in this case, it had the FX4 package. Uh, and then beyond that, be able to build up that vehicle so that you have an idea of, okay, well, if I didn't know what that vehicle was brand new, I can look it up as long as it's not discontinued and you can get an idea of how much that vehicle depreciated over the three years of ownership or for you, it may be longer. And so this process may be helpful for you just to make sure that you are going through that process of looking at how much your vehicle has uh, depreciated and then being able to figure out, okay, well, Based on this F-150 being 54, 55 grand and now being worth 44 or so, whatever it is, uh, you know, if you have a certain amount of depreciation, how much is it depreciating on an annual basis and what are the next steps to limit that? to reduce that depreciation. So beyond that, Kelly Blue Book put out a great resource that helps you look at uh, what vehicles have increased the most year over year. And then from that point, you can figure out, does it make sense uh, from a standpoint of buying a new vehicle or does it make sense from a standpoint of buying a used vehicle uh, for you to go one of those two routes? And then from that point, being able to look at, okay, well, based on me buying a new vehicle before and having it depreciate a certain amount, can I stomach that again? Or should I change trajectory? Should I change my path or my approach to the vehicles I own? And so 
Why I mention this specifically is the fact that I'm really trying to uh, drive towards uh, intentionality when it comes to car purchases. For most people, this purchase is the second largest purchase they make. And so for many people, they get into a rhythm of buying a vehicle out of emotion rather than out of logic, and therefore they end up paying for it because that vehicle depreciates faster than uh, the loan that they pay down on that vehicle. So they end up having negative equity and that negative equity ends up having to be added to the next vehicle. So knowing when is the best time to buy a vehicle, how long to keep it for, when to sell it, and, and understanding the depreciation curves year by year based on the specific vehicle you're buying is important if you want this vehicle, if you want this purchase to affect you the least uh, when it comes to your finances. And so that's what we wanna go into. We wanna look at how you can buy a vehicle uh, that is well-researched, that you get the best deal you possibly can on, and ensure that, uh, that you are doing your very best to, to not carry negative equity from one car to the next, and better yet, to not lose vehicle value on that, uh, on that purchase ultimately. So my call to action today comes down to calculating the depreciation that you've experienced on your vehicle. Looking at how long you've owned that vehicle for, what that value was when you purchased the vehicle, and then what the value is now. And this will give you an idea of whether you can stomach that kind of depreciation with your next purchase. Thank you for your time, enjoy your day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. If this information is helpful to you, please do follow, visit millenniummargin.com or connect with me on Margin's social platforms.